probably know Vicky by now. <laughs> but uh, or they hear me before they know me. <laughs> Make sure I'm saying there we go. We're doing the interview. Here we go. So one of the things that we've been doing recently here at Camborne Church is getting a few members of the congregation up to talk a bit about their faith, and I'm really delighted that Vicky is going to share some of what. God means to her and what he's doing in her life and what that means for us here in Camborne. Now, Vicky and I have known each other for quite a while. Um, we actually first met in 2000 and, uh, and actually then we'd not seen each other for many years until Vicky walked into church and we looked at each other here in Camborne and went, but I know you. So there was a slightly strange reunion there. But what was exciting about that is when I first met you in 2000, you'd not been a Christian for very long. And now, looking at all that God has done in your life, it is just really exciting to, to see and to hear about. So if it's okay, I'd like to start by asking you, how did you become a Christian? Tell us a bit about, about that for us. Um, for years, I knew there was something out there, and I didn't know what it was. And then um, God brought me to Cambridge in 98, and he brought me to St Barnabas. He brought me to two services, and after two services, I couldn't get out the door quick enough. <laughs> and then the third service, consecutive weeks, I think God thought, right, I better do something, otherwise she's going to not ever get involved. So on the third service, I was able to hear my grandma's voice. Um, my grandma had died when I was 21, many years before. But I was able to hear my grandma... in the sound of grandma's voice saying, you're home now, you're okay, you know. And I was able for the first time to lift my hands up and praise the Lord. And um, so then um, I went to someone um, and uh, said, how can I tell the world that I believe in God and I want to share him for the rest of my life? And they said, do Alpha. So I said, okay, I'll do Alpha. And uh, was confirmed in Ely Cathedral. Um, and then, uh, yeah, very, very joyful. I know I talk a lot, so... Um, no, that, that was I, brilliant. Yeah? That was good to hear. Okay. So, so, so you were confirmed in Ely Cathedral, and, they, and then you actually ended up working for the church in, at St Barnabas. Do you want to just say a bit about yes. what you were doing there? Um, in 2000, um, I um, applied for a job as a lay worker. So everything behind the scenes, all of the rotaring sorting out people who can do tea, coffee. So I know how Deirdre feels <laughs> and Julie feels when she's trying to get gaps filled. Um, homeless work also and um, leading the community lunch uh, for homeless people in Cambridge. Um, children's work, a lady said to me, you can lead, can't you? And I went, oh, okay. And then that led me to work with children, and that grew my love for children. Excellent. And then after that, and that's, that's the time that, that we were actually in the same house group, um, in a wonderful sort of small world thing. Quite a few people who were in that house group in St Barnabas are actually now here in Campbell, and so we've been moving around. But we were in a house group together then. And then you actually went off to do something very exciting. Can you tell us a bit about where, where God took you next? In... Um, 2001 um, my friend said to me you applied to go to Mercy Ships for the application form are you going to fill it out and send it off 
So three o'clock in the morning, God always speaks to me because I'm not talking and I'm actually listening. Um, and so, yes, I applied to go to Mercy Ships. Can you tell us a bit about what yes. Mercy Ships are? Yeah. Mercy Ships are the old roll-on, roll-off ferries are converted into ships so that people like me, plus doctors, surgeons, cooks, nurses, cleaners, everything that you need to run a ship, pay to go for a week, two weeks, two years permanently so that... So that... I get so emotional. So that people in Africa who cannot have the money can have an operation and basically youth with a mission is the hands and feet of Jesus and I was a part of that. That is just so exciting and I know that there's loads more that Vicky can tell us about that and she said she's definitely going to be around after the service so take your coffee and go and talk to her and find out more about what she got to do there. Because actually the reason I've got her up here today isn't just to talk about these wonderful things God's done in her past, but I want to talk about what God's doing right now. So you've had a strong sense of wanting to pray for Camborne. I think you said from before you even lived here. Can you tell us about that? Um, In 2008, I think, 2007, I never really know, I started praying for Camborne. And I started thinking, is God wanting me to be in Camborne? And um, it fell flat on its face. So I thought, okay. Then I saw across the city, which is a Cambridge sheet, all things Christian. And I saw that there was a house, a Christian house, in Camborne. Um, So I rang him up and he said, yes, um, it's free. And then I said, I need to have less money to pay you and I'll clean your house. And he said, okay, yeah, that's fine. I need a cleaner anyway. Uh, So that was a blessing. So um, I moved into the house in 2009. And um, I was already part. There are quite a few people already praying for Camborne who didn't go to Camborne churches but had Camborne on their heart. Um, So um, I know what I'm saying is a bit jumbled. because I'm a little bit emotional. Um, but, um, yeah, so basically foundation of prayer started. And then in, um, my mind's gone blank. This is where you don't have, this is where you trust God. And, yeah, so basically in, yeah, so I moved. You moved into Camborne. Thank you. I moved into Camborne in 2009, carried on praying, uh, was going to a Cambridge church still, and then God said about a year ago, Vicky, you believe in Camborne, you believe in community, you now need to go to the local church. So I said, okay, Lord, so um, Christmas, a couple of winters, not last, not the winter just gone, but the winter before, um, I came to Camborne church and absolutely love it. And um, a couple of months ago, um, I, um, God spoke to me and said, Okay, Vicky, you are a praying woman. He, pray- he said it to me in this service. You are a woman of prayer. So I thought, Okay, if God wants me to be a woman of prayer, I now need to be a bit more vocal. 
So I had a prayer meeting in April um, to pray specifically for Campbell. And one person came and it was a complete blessing, so give glory to God. And then next Saturday, as in this coming Saturday, I've got my second prayer meeting um, at my house. So if, if anyone wants to come, come and ask me at the end of the service and I'll tell them. Mm. Um, and yeah, and there, there are details in the service sheet of that. And I think... We were talking about this and it seemed really important that Vicky came up and shared how God's put this on her heart with you. That this isn't just a sort of a, we think we should do something because we're in a vacancy. This is a, a long story of God compelling people more and more to pray for Camborne. And I think the timing of Vicky coming up here on, on Ascension Sunday seems particularly apt because this time last year, then it was my privilege to speak. And I remember feeling that I ought to say that we should get out and pray for Camborne. And that was something that I was talking about 12 months ago. And 12 months later, God's bringing other people to come to the front and say, let's meet and let's pray for Camborne. So I really hope that people will feel that they can join. And if you can't actually be at Vicky's house on Saturday morning, then... then you don't have to be there to pray. It's wonderful that, that people know each other are praying across Camborne. And if people can't physically come, there's an email on, on the notice sheet for people to pray, to, for people to either pray at home or to send a prayer request. And I can pray for that person in private or at the meeting if people have a specific need they need to pray for but are worried that they don't want the group to know about it. So, yeah. Great, so I think we should give Vicky a round of applause and then I think we should pray for her. So. So I'm going to pray for Vicky and then I think the music group are going to lead us as we sing that verse from Malembe that we were singing earlier, as long as we pray, there is a hope for creation. And I think that's very much the feeling that we have right here in Camborne is that as long as we pray, God has a plan for us here. We're a new town and he has a great purpose that he wants to fulfil from us as people in Camborne. So let's pray for Vicky, and then if you want to get ready to play. Lord God, pray for Vicky and for the exciting things that you've done through her life and you're going to keep doing. Thank you that she's had the courage to stand up here today and share the vision that you've laid on her heart. I'm so excited that this is a vision that is shared by so many people here, Lord. Mm. I pray that you would set people's hearts on fire. Mm. Amen. Amen.